Everybody, welcome back to our PW Pop Mania Weekend coverage. Uh, the W Hall of Fame 2016 has just concluded, and we're coming to you live. Uh, joining me this evening uh, would be Jake Mulan, co-host of the Walkabout, as well as the Double O Universe podcast. Jake, how you doing? Good, tired, but good. Oh, I feel you. It's been a long day. It's going to be an even longer day tomorrow. Uh, yeah. All right. And also joining us, uh, I would say co-host of The Bite, but we really never did another episode. Uh, PW Pop personality, the crazy in the crazy bread of PW Pop, Richard Burdog. How's it going, Burdog? It's going pretty good. All right. All right. Everybody enjoying the WrestleMania weekend so far? Yeah. What about you, Jake? You could see NXT Takeover last night. Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Um, oh. I will oh, be watching. Uh, I'll be watching the Nakamura match, but yeah. Mm. Mm. Definitely, the whole show is worth watching, but Nakamura one definitely match of the year candidate. Oh. All right, so like I said, the uh, the 2016 Hall of Fame is over now. All of the inductees in, and um, what did you guys going in? I I think we all thought that it was a relatively weak year for inductees, but overall, I want to uh-huh. say that. Well, going in, we thought it was a, some questionable choices, but I thought that. For the most part, every single speech given was very well spoken, very well delivered, and memorable. <laughs> For good and bad reasons, we'll get into that. What was your guys' impressions of the show um, in general? I was uh, actually surprised how many people were saying that they were looking most forward to Hanson's speech. I would have thought the Freebirds would have been the number one speech to look forward to. Really? Interesting. Jake? Um, see, I didn't see the first part of the show. I have to go back and watch it. But uh, from Jacqueline on, um, it was all right. Some of them were kind of train wrecks. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I, I still don't understand. People? I still don't understand why the show is four hours. I think Was it really four hours? Yeah, so it was four hours. It was four hours last year. Um It didn't seem like it was four hours this year, but I guess it would have. To me it felt like four hours because uh some of it was just droning on. I mean I respect Jacqueline for I respect Jacqueline and and uh people like that that kept it short and concise and said what they had to say and moved on i mean that free bird thing i'm sorry i don't like the free birds but god damn they acted yeah, like they were a fucking for... main event they 
<laughs> it seemed like it went on for almost an hour, just them. And then their music yeah. played, and then they came back out, and then he sang a song. I thought that was pretty yeah. memorable. I actually it thought was that like was the fucking... best speech of the night. It was like a fucking TNA episode. It was awful. Like, you're there to accept an award, not to tell a bunch of fucking dumb stories and bring out Kerry Von Eric, who, why the fuck was he there? It was just a mess to me. Well, let's, oh, yeah, let's, but let's the not... stories were what's made them, you know, what made the has made the Hall of Fame what to watch. You, stuff you don't normally hear about. Like the, I love, like how yeah, they but the they park. have shows you know, for that on the yeah. network. They have shows for that know, on the network. It doesn't need to be a thing. This is their moment. I'm going to try to be on this positive. This is their moment to get up there and say a few words to the fans and, you know, tell some stories because you never know. You know, look at Warrior. Warrior got inducted to the Hall of Fame and then he dropped dead two days later. This might be their last chance to speak to a crowd that big. So it's just like sort of like a, a, a goodbye to, you know, the fans, you know? Yeah. I get that, and, but there was no sort of goodbye. It was just all stories. There wasn't... I like this. I like the storytelling aspect. Yeah. Because these guys have a lot of stuff to say that, you know, it, it, it's it's great hearing from the legends, you know? It's so anyway... Good, but when it goes on for 45 minutes, there has to be, like... A limit. Well, there, there, I think there you does know. need to be a certain limit. I, I think Sting was only out there for twenty minutes tops, and he was oh, done. Twenty-five yeah. minutes, yeah. Jacqueline was what five? Five minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. She was very, very concise, organized, and she was good to go. You want to? Yeah. I don't know. What really surprised me, and I, I think everybody questioned it, but I can see why. Um, uh, Snoop Dogg, being the celebrity inductee, he actually gave one of the best speeches of the night. He did. Yeah. Very knowledgeable, very respectful. Um, I didn't know that humble. he actually yeah. went to see um, Gorilla Monsoon versus Andre the Giant. I mean, that's that's incredible to know. Yeah, yeah. He's been a longtime fan and component of wrestling in general. Um, so, you know what? Big ups to him. I mean, you can say that better than better than um, Drew Carey went out there for like four, like three minutes and just disappeared. It's like no, he he had something yeah. to say. He said it and. You know. Yeah. And I think I think they might have had a lot to do with being the uncle of Sasha Banks, and I think that he's going to play her out to the ring tomorrow, so it kinda of, kinda of made sense, you know? Yeah. Now I honestly the John Cena. the celeb the celebrity ones is is whatever to me, because I don't it, it's it's celebrity wing. They put it's not like they're real, you know, inductees. It's they have their own wing, so it's not. It's it doesn't bother me that much. And plus, Snoop Dogg has probably deserves it more than most of the people in that wing, just because of how long he's been there and how many times he's been on the shows and stuff. Like, I do you know that there is Drew no, Carey um, was there once, so there yeah, is I'm, no drug I'm testing almost... in celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the celebrity ones, I like, you know, with the exception of Carrie, they've been, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out. They've done stuff. Tyson had quite a few moments. Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just Definitely, I, I thought, I thought he did he's it. had his moments. 
Poor Pete. Donald Trump. Yeah, I bet they're regretting that though at the moment. Oh yeah, no, they're probably not. not. At all. They showed him in a video package on Monday, uh, Monday on Raw, and they mentioned him by name. <laughs> oh God. They aren't embarrassed of it all. They're gloating it. They love that kind of attention. Yeah, that's all Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say first and foremost, I I was very, very um, happy with the crowd itself. There was no catcalling. There was no jeering. There was no booing for the most part, except when it was needed. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you had that one. You could always say that one person. Yeah. Over everybody else. A couple years, it seems like there's always, the, you know, like people were booing. Um, there were some people booing during the Connor the Crusher thing last year. It's like, really? Come on, fucking grow up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I didn't mind the you know Warrior Ward. Yeah, we have our issues with that because, let's face it, that isn't what Warrior wanted. But you know, in fact, Warrior said a lot of. Isn't it? No, he. They've completely misconstrued what he wanted. He wanted that Ward to go to behind the scenes people that don't get recognition for all the work they do like oh. the merchandising guys and the ring guys that put together the ring for 20 30 years in that company and no one even knows who they are you know yeah right my surprise um, moment actually was when hayes was talking about the writers oh shit <laughs> and then you know how big of a boo reaction they got but then when he started going on you know what they how hard they actually do work and to be able to do that stuff. I mean, you've got to have some s- set of creative mindset in your head, regardless of where you came from before, which, you know, a lot of theirs, they've had soap opera guys. Now they got Mick Foley's kid. And... I saw a great meme for the Freebirds, by the way, that said um, it, it was, a, it was a gift for dance and all shit. And it's like when you're, um, when you're drunk, uncle and dad, um, you know, come out at the wedding and they're just fucking going crazy and shit. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to keep this on track today because I know I can get off track from time to time, if you will. Um, if, if, you're, if we're talking about in terms of booze and stuff, I know it's yeah. kind of standard when John Cena comes out, but I don't know. I just felt like, uh, I still do think you really have so to boo the dude? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, he, he he's busted his ass 12, exactly. 13, 14 years now. And I mean, I can I'm, understand, you know, some of the Fairweather fans. I don't think there were many Fairweather fans there. There were, though, from what you could see and what everybody they showed, looked to be the older generation a little bit, you know, my age, maybe a little younger. I'm, I'm done like, with the Cena hatred, man. It just it doesn't make any sense anymore, man. No, it doesn't. It's just bandwagon jumpers. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. They just do it to do it, basically. There's no reasoning behind it. Yeah. All right. Let's just go ahead and run down the list of all the. You guys just want to talk individually? You just want to, you know, just go from topic to topic here. So. Um. Well, I like I said, I didn't see the first part of the show, so if you got, I think the one you missed was um the first inductee, which was Godfather. (laughs) Yeah, I missed that one too, and I watched. I saw from everything after that. It it was just give a quick rundown. It it was pretty. It was pretty good. I mean, Godfather got inducted by JBL and um, uh, Ron Simmons, 
And they kept teasing. They're like, they're going to tell stories, but they're like, oh, this one time we did this. It's like, no, 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 no. We can't say that. We can't say that. It's PG. And he's like, well, this one time Ron was naked in the shower. He's like, no, 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 no. We can't say, can't say that. <laughs> stories like that. And, you know, Godfather came out. He said what he had to say, told some stories. He seemed really emotional, almost humbled by the experience in general. Like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, this, this meant a lot to him to get recognition for his career, you know? It means a lot to a lot of people that get inducted. So I know, but I think a lot of people think it, it the Hall of Fame doesn't mean anything, but to the wrestlers, I think it does. Well, yeah, that's the difference. It doesn't mean anything to us, but when you're there on that stage, giving that speech. Yeah, it means you've been validated by the people you've worked with and worked exactly. against. And in Godfather, through his multiple characters, he's been he was on that roster for... 14, 15 years, you know, you know, he was a, he was a, uh, not a, I wouldn't say a backbone, but he was a, he was a strong piece of multiple eras. He was you know? a contributing, contributing uh, player in the yep. attitude era. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd call him a, I'd call him a B plus player. Cause you know, that's you're, <laughs> you're a supporter. You're not the main act, but there's, you gotta be, there's gotta be people there to keep things moving, you know? Yeah. I, you know what, I got on his ass for when they they announced he was going to be in it. But after some thinking, I mean, it's it's not it, he's he's done enough in the business for him to do. It. You know, he's won titles. He like you said, he was there at the the height of the company. It it just for his and Paul Jordan said something that made sense to me in his. In in terms of his card, like in the mid card, he was one of the the best at the time. So and I can see that and I can respect that. And I mean, I didn't like Rikishi either last year. But again, you know, these guys in their class are you know decent. So mm-hmm. I can I can dig that and I can respect that. So I mean, we can complain as fans, but. Honestly, it to them it means so much, and you can see that by these speeches. Yeah. What did you think, Richard? Yeah, I mean, everything I saw, you could tell they were really humbled by everybody listening for, to the fans' reactions to what they were saying and feeding off of that and giving it right back to them. And this is it looked really good, by the way. He looked really fit. Yeah, last time I saw him on TV, they had him on the Edge and Christian show, and he actually looked like he could still go. Yeah. But All yeah, right, moving just... on here. Um, I'm sorry, let's show you any pertinent points. Anything else to say on this? We'll keep moving on to the next one. No. Good you for God, Father. What can you say? Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to Jacqueline. Obviously, you know, she's one of the pioneer um, women in, in not only women in wrestling, but a pioneer for African-Americans in wrestling. And I could be wrong, but I think, is she the first African-American female inducted in the Hall of Fame? Um, can't really think of any before. I, I can't either. There haven't really been that many women inducted, if you think about it. I'll say African-American. Is Jazz in the Hall of Fame? No. 
Oh, the, I don't. I don't I, think I, she'll I, go she in. Might, she might be. Definitely, she had a very, very long career. I mean, they, if, she, if she would tell a story about, you know, look at seeing the story in the paper about she got trained by Skandar Akbar, you know, back when she first started. You know, she read, um, you know, in a magazine. You know, hey, you want to be a wrestler, and so that's what she did. So yeah. you know, she went first USWA Women's Champion. She was a fifteen-time champion there. First African American WWF Women's Champion. Definitely someone who deserved it. Might oh be. yeah. Right. Well, she, see, I think from her only her Memphis stuff in general, she deserves it. Even if she didn't go to WWE and do the stuff she did, she still deserves yeah. it just for that Memphis stuff. So. Would you say, and I, and I know this is kind of stretching a bit, would you say that without Jacqueline, there would be um, no um, Naomi or possibly even uh, in WWE today if she didn't break down those doors? I think in general, I think she she played a part in that. Yeah. Um, I don't think, as an, as an African-American uh, female in the business, I just think... You know, women that get into the business look at like the everyone as a whole as a group. You know, the Trishes, the leaders, the Molly Hollies, that sort of stuff. So, you know, they did name drop. Um, I thought that was interesting. They cut to all the women in the crowd um, during this event every time she name dropped. And I, they they showed Lita. They showed um, Molly Holly. I I was Trish there. I think she might have been there. Um, and then they didn't pan to her. They didn't pan to her. And then they said, said Sable's so. name. And then well, my feet. would be uh, there. But I don't know. It was weird because they didn't. They said Sable's name. And that's. I can't recall the last time they've ever mentioned Sable on WWE television. Ever. Uh, well, it's it's been a while. She didn't really do anything. Oh, I know. But she was still. Uh, you know, I know she had either one or two lawsuits against the company, plus she's Brock Lesnar's wife, so, you know, it's just like, I don't know, they've sort of distanced themselves from her. They've, there's no nothing in the company that needs, you know, a mention. I mean, JBL mentions everything, and she hasn't been a mention, because, like, what are you going to say? Oh, she won that titty event back in 2000 during <laughs> Judgment Day. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's got some big titties, Maggle. Maggle. I it's just I I felt more awkward when she said Victoria and you know damn well she ain't in the crowd, so Yeah. We got a question in, in the uh, in the chat. Dean of Extreme says, uh, is Sherry African American? No, Sherry Martell was white. Mm-hmm. She, she was with damn. the African American tag team, the Harlem Heat, but that's the closest she was. Yeah, she sure has the has an attitude of a black woman, though. Oh so yeah, she did oh, anyway. Yeah. Ain't no man She's gonna get in her way. <laughs> She's from Alabama. Just saying. <laughs> I lost my notes, so definitely she she deserved to be inducted, and I don't see any oh, reason definitely. why not. You needed a female yeah. to go in there, and it was her time. Good times. Yeah. Um, Honestly, you say that this card, this, this, this Hall of Fame, there's a lot of questionable ones. I don't really see that. I think it's one of the best built Hall of Fame cards in a while. I mean, you've got I, I two. Think I use, oh, God, you're good. 
Go, no, go ahead. I think I used the wrong word when I said it was a weak Hall of Fame class. These, all these characters, all these guys were stars. But when when I think of Hall of Fame, you know, we usually when you think of Hall of Fame, you always think of like top tier stars. But like we mentioned, not everyone can be a top tier star, but still right. be a valuable part of the company. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, these Hall of Fame cards have always built been built like that. They have your main attraction, your you know the second in line, and then from down there it just goes. It's kind of like a mid card to lower card. Like not saying that not that they mean less in any way, but that's just how it's been built mm-hmm. Yeah, in the last five years. So The way they have been doing it recently is you got your main event guy. That's how they do the Hall of Fame every year. You got your main event guy. You got a deceased wrestler. You've got a stable or a tag team win. You have a female. And then you usually have a token minority. That's usually how they do it. Right. It's checkpoints think yeah usually but i don't think you know coming up coming with jacqueline there's nothing talking about her yeah oh you know what i mean you know i guess i didn't mean yeah we know what you're you're saying we're just hoping that other people know what you're saying yeah speaking of offense jake i know you have a lot to say about our next inductee because they took half the hall of fame by themselves the uh Oh, so fabulous Freebirds. Um, definitely. Before we talk about this, do you want to talk about Stan Hansen? Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Just Stan yeah. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. That was yeah, a, I um, didn't see it, but I, I presume both of you did. So, Yeah. Um, his, his was they, one of my favorite speeches, actually. Yeah. Um, Richard, go ahead, go ahead and start out with Stan Hansen. I'm going to find my notes. I, I, I was going out of order there. So. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Hansen, he, when he came out... He, it just, I don't know. It seemed like at first the fans were like, okay, yeah, we'll clap for you. Then I'll, then it's like when he started reminding you about, you know, hey, you know, my match with Martel, I went out there and got beaten nine seconds. So, you know, even Stan Hansen did the job for somebody. And that, I thought that got a huge reaction. Everybody started, everybody laughed at that one. <laughs> and I how everybody. By the way, and like I said, I did. I didn't. I've never heard of what a carpenter was before. In wrestling, I've heard that term, but I never really knew what it meant. Yeah, I've never. It's I've just, never heard of it. So, yeah. Which is, you know, nowadays you'd call him enhancement. Mm-hmm. Back in his day, yeah, probably what, um, that's what they were called. They people up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Play the crap. Um. Definitely, it was more one of the, um, it was a great speech. You know, he was very straight to the point, talked about his history in the business and how he was a fan growing up and how he got into the business. Um, talked about his feuds with everybody. I mean, he mentioned that, um, I think he said the Funks were the ones that trained, got him into wrestling, right? Yeah, I think that's what he said. And, of course, he, uh, the story about how he broke um, San Martino's neck and kind of, you know, sort of exiled him in certain areas. He couldn't go. He couldn't go to the northeast of the country from there for a while. Yeah, fifteen and years. How Vader talked about when he busted his eye out of his head mm-hmm. with a f- stiff shot. 
lot of his matches, but from everything I've heard and seen, he was one of the hardest. You want to see early forms of strong style? I mean, if I want to go that far, you know, like legit yeah. beating the shit out of people, you know, just hey, let's lay yeah. it in, you know, beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah, Hanson was one of those guys that you actually hope to avoid. Because mm. yeah. if he, he when he hits you with that clothesline, that's it. You are not moving. Forget getting up. You're not moving. Because mm-hmm. I've I've seen I've looked back and seen a few of his matches and that his opponents they didn't go back to the back on their own. They had help. And you could see some of the guys look like, uh, I'm seeing stars. Where am I? Pre-concussion era days. He probably handed out quite a few of them just with that clothesline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jake, what about you? What about your, did you see the Hanson stuff or no? I've seen a lot of, I haven't seen his speech, but I know who Stan Hanson is. I've seen him in WCW a lot. I think, as a character, he was great. I, you know, he was out there with the promos and with the chew in his mouth and the most vile-looking motherfucker I've probably seen in my life. Just like talking about he beating up people and and he get in the ring and yeah, you can't forget that he was the one that beat Luger. He killed that United States Championship streak. Yeah, yeah. Were, you have to realize look, that Luger was, was he was he was champion. Luger was champion for over five hundred days, and he beat him at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, so he, he didn't just beat him. Oh yeah, no that 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 wasn't a beating. That was a <laughs> take him out to the woodshed, grab about five switches, and bust them all off in your ass ass whooping. Oh yeah, yeah. Then they had that bull rope match at Starcade. I mean, he's he's cemented in history, and I know he uh, uh, during that time he did a lot of Japan stuff. But he did some pretty he had some pretty great matches with a lot of people back in those days in the early nineties in WCW. Now here's a question for you, and I, I'm wondering if this is sort of their loophole around getting people inducted. What did you guys think about the um, WWE Legacy Award that they um? They used to um, kind of pay homage to uh, wrestlers that don't get a lot of attention. I don't yeah, understand, guys. It. I I don't get it either. I mean, you would I would have thought Luther Luther should be in if he's for him not being in is a joke. Is he not? I thought he was. I honestly thought the award was for people that were already in and they were just showcasing them again or something like that. I no, was very confused about. In. There's certain people yeah. they've tried to get inducted in the Hall of Fame, but their families won't allow it. So maybe oh, okay. yeah, it might be a way around it. Okay. And they're yes. like, oh, we can play. Gonna... Let me see. Don't I have the list of the uh, – I don't even know if I have the list of those guys. It if was, that's um, the way they want to – if that's the reason that families were declining and stuff and that's their way around it, then fine. I, th- that's a good idea. But I wasn't sure if that was like – because a lot of them were like, Luthez, Pat O'Connor, these people should be in the Hall of Fame already. Now, Pat but, O'Connor was, um, was that um, Pat Patterson's tag team partner? Um, was that him? I don't think so. Probably wrong. I have to look that up. I don't know. 
I don't know a lot of the earlier stuff, so. Um, yeah, it I, just confused me to yeah. because they didn't really explain it that well, and I uh, was during like the whole video package, I was just confused at what the hell the thing was. Well, I liked I liked it that we got to they kind of shown some light on some wrestlers we've never even I've even heard of, you know, like a sailor sailor I forget the guy's name the African American guy sailor yeah. art yeah sailor art something yeah. Art something, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then they showed the the Meredith chick, you know, the, pretty much paying homage to the past, you know, before you can right. look towards the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm looking up who was in who was in this year's legacy thing. Yeah, if you can find that, go ahead and read it on for me because I, I have yeah. my list. Also, oh come on, don't have just video. Don't have one by one. You mean Aunt Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, the black guy. Yeah, and they had George Hackensmith and Frank Gotch. Um, what was it? She, Milford Burke. Yeah, she was like a, a women's champion for like twenty years. Yeah, and they Which had Ed, Ed Strangle Lewis and Luthers Pagarigana, and that was it. Yeah, the Strangler sounds like um, one of your Australian serial killers, Jake. Probably, yeah. Strand out it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm um, finding. I'm just finding pictures, and I, I have to go through every picture to see the names. So yeah, but yeah, Jake, you name, you lent, you list them all off. So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting what they do next year with it if they continue it or if it's just a thing where like every so every couple of years they yeah they, they put a few people in. Yeah, I could see that doing that instead of every year. Yeah, because then Cause they in, put in circuit, they put a lot of people in that category. It was about yeah. five, six people. So, and I know yeah, it's not they do that the, every the year. Official hall you're going to run out of people. Yeah, exactly. I I know it's not an official hall of fame or anything. It's just you know, recognizing them. But you know, what they should do next year, Jake, for the uh, for the Warrior Award. What? They should induct Mel Gibson. I knew you were going to say some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I had no problem with that award, to be honest. No, I I, I didn't either. I I understand the purpose of it. I have no issue with it. And his wife seems okay with it, so... Oh, Ultimate Warrior's wife is a badass, by the way. She's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can see she... She aged a lot from last year. She's got that chicken neck thing going on, but um, yeah. I like how she had that uh, the warrior tassel on her arm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I wish yeah. they changed the award though, because it looks kind of silly with this like big gold statue thing, and it has like <laughs> the mask warrior mask. It. I wish they just put the warrior mask in gold or whatever. It just kind of seems a bit silly. That's all. It'd be cool yeah, to have it like. It like, like a... Like an Oscar, like an Oscar award, except for like you know, like the warrior doing the pose. I think that'd be cool. Right. Yeah. I did the. I did like Dusty's um big gold chocolate statue. That was pretty cool looking. Yeah. Cool. I think what's like they're they gonna do that showing when they were talk. They talked about Dusty a little bit, and Cody was there. Oof. Yeah, I saw that. Wasn't this Cody? I was kind of. I'm like. They've showed him, they've showed Cody out doing stuff, you know, in full gear. And then all of a sudden you see him 
is himself. Cody, and Cody it's like, Rose was at a fucking theme park on a roller coaster as Stardust. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Cody Rose? That's when yeah. you know you're taking I your love, thing. I love his dedication to that gimmick, by the way. He always, you know, he denies he's Cody all the time. That's fucking hilarious. He's like, yeah. who? He's like, they asked him, like, well, where's Cody? He's like, oh, the last time I saw him, he was uh, fishing in the Arctic or something. It's fucking stupid. I wonder yeah, if they're going to do that big gold statue every year. Well, how many years have they been doing that now? We did that last year with Warrior, didn't Wait, we? Three years in a row now. They was, um, who was the first one? Was that, that Andre? Was last year with Connor. No, the Warrior thing. No, it was 30 because it, the, the, under under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal for WrestleMania oh, 30. Oh, yeah. It was um, yeah, under the Giant. Big old statue. It was under the Giant. Then it was... Um, was Warrior. The Warrior. And now it's um, Dusty. I would say yeah. you know, they they should put... Um, they did have... Um, at the WrestleMania Access, they did have um, Seth Rollins' statue's head on a platform sitting there. It's kind of weird. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe, maybe they can put. Do you guys remember that statue of um, that was made of like to uh, was Stapler Stacy Keebler's ass and legs. Do you guys remember that? No. It was at like WrestleMania access years ago. Nope. Uh, uh-uh. I don't remember that one. Let's see if I can find it. All right, talk about the next nominee. I'll find it. No, we don't need to see that. Uh, Kevin. Oh, okay. But, um, You'll find it eventually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just don't want to forget about it. All right. So, see, we got the Warrior Word out of the way. We got Snoop oh, Dogg. Oh, Freebirds. Yeah. We should talk about that. Oh, yeah. That. This, we just skipped over the Freebirds and that the fan with the fan with a giant Confederate flag in the crowd, by the way. Which You're the only one that saw that. So. I saw it. I bet you you'll never see it again. <laughs> probably yeah, not. You probably won't. Oh, that show, that screenshot it. Yeah, I thought about it when I saw it. Anyway, um, the Freebirds. Texas, what do you expect? <laughs> it's probably the least offensive thing you'll see in Texas, besides the Cowboys playing in the oh. football season. By the way, lost my place. Um, Freebirds, um, definitely, definitely, uh, long overdue. I wish that um, they would have done it sooner. So uh, at least one I of the other. I think they waiting until they went back to Texas. That's all. Yeah, good point. Well, when, when was yeah, the last but... they would did in Texas was? Uh. Was that twenty five? Uh... Was that when? That was when. It was. Um... Yeah, it was twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Because they were in the Houston. When they, speak, yeah. they retired, I think. No, it was twenty six. Yeah. Never mind. Um, yes, definitely, the Freebirds deserve to get in a um, groundbreaking trio or stable, if you will. Um, yeah. One of the one of the first teams to ever come out, or they popularized using um, theme music to come out with. Um, definitely, uh, Bad Street USA, which I know is a personal favorite of um, Greg's, plays that a lot on his shows. Um, what yeah, were some of the other songs I... they use? By the way, I know there's another one. What was the other one? Um, I think that was because they, they did their own music and yeah, that was Bad Street USA. Um, uh, see Freebird. There was another song. I forget what it was. Oh, uh, it's like I'm a free bird and you can do. <laughs> see if Greg was here. Greg at bulb clips. <laughs> yeah, 
No, but, but, yeah. but definitely, definitely long overdue. Um, I was very happy to see that um, they got his um, the deceased members, um, Terry Bam and McGordy, and uh, what was the other guy's Buddy name? Jack. Buddy Jack. Buddy Jack Rogers. And his son there. there. I, yeah, I was hoping they would have been there. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Have somebody from their families there, and it just because it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same if it was just Hayes and yeah. Um, it, it was yeah. interesting to see um that everyone at the event was dressed up except for Michael Hayes. I know. I thought he was going to have like the most flamboyant suit of the night, and he comes out in a fucking t-shirt. What the hell? That looked like the writing went. From the shirt to his coat. That's because it stretched out. Because the coat never moved <laughs> on that side where the word where Bad Street USA was on. That part of the coat never moved. The other side, you could whenever he walked around, that coat it was flying all over the place. That spot never moved. Yeah, they, they pinned or they, something. They came out on the stage and they're just fucking rocking out and shit. And it's like I said, it's like two drug. Uncles at a party, just like, hey, hey we're still cool. We're still cool. <laughs> yeah, but that's how they were when they were wrestling. Oh, I so, know. I, I, have, yeah. I have nothing but respect I just, for... I love the fact that, like, as soon as they stopped and they went to talk, Jim Garvin was, like, puffing for the, last, the next, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <What a friend. laughs> oh, so you can definitely tell that's probably the first time Garvin's moved that much in years. Yeah, yeah I want to say that definitely it's interesting that... um. Uh, I didn't know how much older Jimmy Jam is than uh, Michael Hayes, but Michael Hayes oh. looks a lot younger than him. The other Jimmy Jam looks like Mean Gene Okerlund. Pretty kind of. much, I don't know. I was, I'm like, wait a minute, that can't be Gar-. when they first came out, and I'm like, that can't be Garvin. He looks too old. He look, he looked yeah. really, really old. It's just the hair. That's all it is. Yeah, he's missing the hair. They should have come out with the glasses. I, I love those old. 80s glasses. Yeah, to... I wish they would have had that. Yeah, come out, so, or they could have come out in their gear. That would have been kind of cool if it yeah, would have still fit them. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, they all kind of got stumps now. Michael Hayes comes out in sweatpants and shit. <laughs> Dude's Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, he came out as like a gay Texas Walker Ranger or some shit. It's it weird. Gay Texas Walker <laughs> Ranger. Okay, even gayer Walker Texas Ranger. Got it. Yeah. Okay, um, Jake, I'm gonna advise you now if you ever come to America, don't go to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're permanently outlawed right now. You, you Dude, don't even probably. know anybody there. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Fucking say it. Texas hates everybody that isn't like they don't they love their guns and everything's bigger in Texas, including the women. <laughs> Fuck Texas. Yeah, don't don't Kevin, just stop. Yeah, there's, um, <laughs> people, there's people on the know, page there from Texas, thing. so I, like, I'd be um, careful. Yeah, you're not I mean, too I far from make... Texas yourself, there, Kevin. So I live in Illinois, <laughs> pretty yeah, far but... away. Yeah. Anyway, let's just move on from that. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see for Chuck Norris. You better watch out. Um, it just kept going. They're like, oh well, the rap, they're wrapping it up, and they're telling stories and about um. They were showering, um, and like fucking White <laughs> came up like pissing behind, pissing on his leg when he was in the shower. I'm like, that's it's kind of weird. Mm. But um, 
they were wrapping it up and they were saying their goodbyes and their music played and it stopped and they're still standing there. And then Michael yeah, Hayes, like uh, I was telling my friend, it was like Batman vs Superman. It had seven <laughs> different endings. Like, it, and then they bring out Carrie Von Eric, which I get it. They're in Texas, whatever. But like, did you have to do it there in your thing? Like, he could have just come out on his own or whatever. Did you catch that he called um, New Day? He called him New Gay. He said New Gay Rock. Yes. Yes. Everybody started I thought laughing he said that. Head. Did he do that but on I was purpose? Like, no, he, I think Probably so. Probably just got ahead of himself and didn't realize it. Y- you hope. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, no, he didn't say that. I, I don't believe it. Man, I felt but... bad for fucking Carrie. He, was, he, looked like, he looked like an aging lesbian. Oh, my God. Assuming, he does not look like assuming, he's in good shape. I, I, I'm assuming that's what Justin Bieber is going to look like when he gets that age. He was limping and shit, poor guy. Well, yeah, look at all the stuff he did in his career. I mean, it's amazing he's even walking. Yeah. And I, 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 I did say this on Twitter. Get put through the ringer. The Von Erics were put through the ringer and then some in their lives. Yeah. I did say this on Twitter out of respect for them. I was like, people were, people were making. I, 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 I'm not making fun of the guy. You look for what his family went through, and he lost all his brothers and his father and his mother. You know, for him to go out there and keep it together and, and talk about them, it's it's you know, it, I, all credit to him. You know, nothing but respect. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get his family. I'm sorry, I, I I called him Carrie because I'm a fucking idiot, but. I know, I get, them mixed, I get them mixed up, too. It's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. So, yeah, yeah um, fucking, it, it's over, it's done, and then Michael Hayes grabs the mic, and he fucking starts singing this theme song, and he, <laughs> he does running around. Going gosh. through the crowd. <laughs> and and you could tell, like, everyone was, like, looking at each other, like, what the fuck? What the hell is going on? So he, he runs by, and he's like, I love you, Shiki baby! I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. I would have loved if he would have sung a duet with Iron Sheik. It would have been awesome. Oh, God. It was so fucking weird. Like, we thought it was over. Then he's like, oh, let's sing it. And it's like, what the fuck? Then they I come back on stage the and they talk for another 20 minutes. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I wonder what I wonder what happened when they got backstage. Did Vince McMahon flip the fuck out on him or something? He was probably flipping out when he started singing. They even yeah. made fun of it. They were like, they're like, oh, what's the worst that can happen? And they're like, oh, the only worst thing that happened is Michael gets fired. <laughs> and then they just laughed it off. <laughs> mm. That's not a bitch. Fire him. But oh, yeah, it God. was um, love it or hate it. It was definitely memorable. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, moving on, um, we can't forget to talk about, um, the big boss, man. Um, definitely, uh, one of those key components of the late eighties and even in the, uh, the, the attitude era as well. But I want to say he really left his mark on the WWF. Yeah. And how they, they talked about big show with his dad and all that. <laughs> and you saw, they put the, like I said, they were, they had to talk about it. They pulled the camera to show and he was laughing mm-hmm. and what surprised me was they mentioned al snow's dog yeah mm-hmm. i didn't think they were gonna go there she just started listing off all the weird shit weird shit he did in his career at one point 
Yeah. But yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see his family there and everything. And so this is the weird thing that happened during his speech is that my, my feed kept cutting out constantly and I would have to stop and reset and bring it back up. So Slick comes out the Jive Soul Brawl, which is awesome, always awesome to hear. I'll never get tired of that song. And Slick, he doesn't look that old. He's keeping himself together. looks pretty fit. Um, so that cuts out, and then he disappears. And then my feed pops back on, and there's three women standing there. And the first thing out of my mouth was, and I said, this is Jake. I'm like, oh, look, it's the Kyle Robinson groupies. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually like Slick's speech. It seemed like, you know, everything he said was from the heart about Boss, about Trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it seemed... I think that induction speech from Slick was more genuine than anybody's there. Yeah. Because you could just tell the way he was talking and trying to keep himself composed. He really, like, he really cared for Boss Man more, you know, as like a friend than anything else. Yeah. Um,. Definitely um, late 80s. Um, you know, of course, he was in the memorable tag team, the Twin Towers, with Akeem, the African a Dream. Not to be confused with Ilario, the Australian Dream. Oh, God. I'm going to keep that joke going. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, had a, um, he had a really good program in the 80s with Hogan. I mean, I, I think it was one of the first couple SummerSlams. Um, he was in that Steel Cage Championship match. He was having title matches with Hogan, and they were doing house shows, drawing really, really good business. So he was a, a strong character for them. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely when you're talking about a great supporting player that you can put in a match, and you're always going to get a good match, he was one of those guys. Yeah, for as big as he was, he could do. He was pretty agile. And who can ever forget? Um, the feud he had with um, Nails, or no, I'm sorry, it wasn't it wasn't Nails. It was Nails. Um, it was the Mountie, and when they had that jailhouse match, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Love that. Mm-hmm. That was at SummerSlam, I think it was. I think it would have been SummerSlam '91, '92, one of those years, because that's when he was a babyface. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed though? A lot of Bossman stuff happened in SummerSlams. Very good point. That seemed like it was his big show of the year. Well, I think it was because, you know, you had your your huge programs. You know, you only had, was there four pay-per-views by that time? Around that time, yeah, I think it was. There was summer, yep, there was four. And they had the occasional special, but yeah. It's Tuesday in Texas. Or the In Your Houses. Before those became a monthly one. He was gone by then. He was gone by 92, 93. He was gone a little bit after that. Went to WCW. You know, he was, he made himself a star there. You know, uh, he was in NWO for a little while as well. I don't remember how much. And then came back in 98 under a mask. And he was, uh, the shield prototype member, the big boss man working for, um, Working for the corporation. Yep. And Brand teamed Hacker. with Bull Buchanan. And... Mm. and of course, he, he passed away a few years after that. But I think that 
he definitely, when you talk about characters from the 80s, you know, anybody that brings it up, they don't watch anymore. I think Big Boss Man is one of those characters people remember. So it's, it's pretty great. You know, I, I always liked seeing him. He, he definitely got himself in better shape towards the end of his life, but, you know, it, it was great yeah, to but, see. Yeah, but he was also in probably the worst cage match ever. Oh, the Hell in the Cell ninety the dog pound no. match or whatever it was. Oh, he was in. With, he was, you know, I hate to say this, and I, I don't mean to harp on the guy, but he was in not two but three of the worst matches um, during that time. He had the Hell in the Cell with Undertaker when he was hung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that picture was going around. It was a picture of him hanging in the cell. It said hashtag. 16. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, he had that dog uh, kennel match. And then he also yeah, had the dog a... didn't do anything but shit on the ground. <laughs> he, did, he did have a WWF title match um, in 19, uh, 1999 versus for, with, um, what was his name? Uh, Big Show, when Big Show was champion. And I think that was Big Show's only title defense was that year. So Yeah. Think so too. Definitely, definitely deserves to go in. I have no issue with that. Any thoughts on that, Jake? Um, I don't know a lot about Boss Man because I didn't watch during that era and stuff. So, I mean, everyone deserves to get in for re- one reason or another. So, yeah, he didn't win a lot of titles, but he. Definitely had his moments. He made his mark, yeah, yeah, in the business. Because you know, a lot of people they've said you don't you don't necessarily need to win a championship to make your mark. Yeah, Jake the Snake. And he, yeah, him and I think him and Jake probably epitomize that more than anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the headliner, um, Sting's speech, um, really surprised me. I I knew it was going to be good, but. He said a lot of things I don't think we expected him to say. He brought up Oh, Joe whoa, whoa, whoa. We have to talk about Ric Flair first. Oh, oh, yeah. Back it up, back it up. Go ahead. You <laughs> I think Flair's introduction was longer than Sting's speech. Exactly. Yeah. God damn, that creep keeper looking motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> the, he, he made it about himself. Like, every time. The whole speech was just about him and Steamboat. He wasn't even talking about Sting. Yeah, that that kind of threw me off. I'm like, wait. I mean, I can see, you know, mention some of the guys, people that helped you out while you're doing your speech to introduce somebody, you know. And, but it's just... Flair, this isn't about you. You've had your two times. Yeah, it's almost like he was making another speech. It was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But, yeah. What can you say? It's Flair. Flair kind of looks like a yeah. melted candle now, by the way. You know, it kind of like it sounds like he's got a bunch of lozenges in his mouth all the time. <laughs> yeah. He kind of, he kind of does make a whistling sound when he talks now, by the way. It's kind of weird. I'm sad now, dude. I love the dude. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. To see him now is just awful. You know, he'd be, he'd make a really good Red Skull in uh, the next uh, Captain America movie. You know, if Red, <laughs> Red Skull's been dead for a while and he comes back. <laughs> just have him bleed on his face and then there you go. 
Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Well, that's basically what he looked like when he bled. Yeah, Yeah. he did bleed pressure. Um, Moving on to Sting. Um, Sting I was hoping that he'd come out to anything but that god-awful WWE theme, but he didn't. Imagine if he would have came out to Man Call Sting. That would have been awesome. That would have been the best part of my life ever. Because he wasn't even in the face paint. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time I've I've seen him without face paint on in many many years. And it would have been more upbeat. Like he had this inspirational speech, and then this bah, 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 thing started. It's like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like so it, I, I at think... least Man Called Sting is like an uplifting song and stuff. All the girls go. All, all the old people start to act like a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the crow one would have. Fit better, yeah. Yeah. He did. He did mention um all his incarnations. He mentioned uh flat top flat top sting. He mentioned crow sting. He even brought up um wolfpack sting. Joker. He yeah, brought he up Joker Joker sting. I'm surprised he brought that up. So, can yeah. I mention that? Whatever. No one watches TNA anyway, so no one's gonna know. What <laughs> yeah. Um, he mentioned RoboCop, which I thought was fucking hysterical. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sort of glad he didn't mention Shockmaster because he yeah. was the guy that introduced him. Now I look, think he's like looking back and regretting that. What if Shockmaster was the one that inducted him? That'd be funny. <laughs> oh God! And now have him come through a wall and fall, lose two, his helmet, and <laughs> 2016 Hall of Fame inductee Sting. <laughs> Yeah, but you it you can't have him talking. It had to be Arn Anderson in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> fucking gold, fucking gold spray painted stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, damn it, Dusty Rhodes. That was his idea, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was. It's gonna be a great idea, baby. We're gonna take the stormtrooper helmet, spray painted. No one will ever know. Um, I just like the fact that he had a whole binder full of notes and he knew what he was going to say and, like, he kind of summarized his career and stuff like that. He didn't need to talk, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. He had an amazing speech. He, you know, um, God, he talked about God, which I knew he was going to do. And uh, his, his brother's a pastor, which I didn't know, but that's pretty cool. Um, one of his kids looks like Casey Affleck. I no- noticed that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed the speech. He's again, most of these people, a lot are, are very humble to accept their war and stuff like that. And uh, I remember that that story WWE released of him retiring a couple of weeks ago, and then. Sting came out on TMZ and said, oh, no, I'm not retiring or whatever. And then I guess that was their way. He tried to, like, keep the surprise, but they already screwed it up. I don't know, because I, it's hard to say. Because I think he wanted to do it himself, but it kind of got out. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, you said earlier, I think he just said that he was just fine, you know, to keep appearances up. But I actually figured he was going to announce his retirement 
You know what's funny? There was a story around earlier today. Um, I don't know where it was coming from, but it started popping on Facebook saying Sting said he refuses to retire unless he gets one more match with The Undertaker. I'm assuming that might have been April Fool's joke from the day before it popped up. Yeah, probably. anyway, so. Yeah. It's just a bunch of clickbait and stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. We don't do clickbait on pwpop.com. Except Classics Angels. That's yeah. Clickbait. But that's awesome clickbait, because it's booty. Yeah, I can I could fully understand, you know, seeing retiring this year. There's not really anybody he could go against except Taker and, and or Cena, but it's like. Do you really I don't want, want to, to see him go. Yeah, I don't want to see him go against Taker. That's that chance was lost three years ago. ago. Yeah, but like with what happened after Night of Champions, how exactly. he got hurt, and you don't want yeah. to see I mean, you know, something worse happen and he not be able to get up. Exactly. I mean, look what's I, going on I, with I, look what's I, going on with Daniel Bryan, and da- he's got he's got almost twenty years on Daniel Bryan. It's like, do you really want to see Sting die in the ring just for a match? No, God, I don't want to see that. Be dramatic, but. I don't I honestly he said his neck wasn't his neck wasn't as bad as people thought it was. I just think he shouldn't have had that Seth Rollins match in general. I think he should have just gone out with the Triple H match. Yeah. And that would have been it. I mean, I no nothing against Seth Rollins or anything. He's a great wrestler, but it kind of just didn't make sense to me. But yeah. I think they had a whole I think they had a whole program set up for him, and the fact that he got injured, you know, kind of canceled. Kind of ruined that, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny, though, when Steen mentioned Seth, when he was, you know, trying to get into the ambulance and all that. And I'm willing to bet Seth was watching at home like, shut up. You know, when I see him, I'm going to kick you right in your balls. Yeah. (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Jake, in the, let's say that he didn't get injured. Um, that we we always hear that rumor. Um, people always say, "Oh, Sting Taker, Sting Taker," but um, you know, the whole plan for a while. Maybe was that maybe after Sting got injured, but wasn't the plan Cena versus Taker the whole time for WrestleMania 32? It was, yeah. It was, yeah. So, they've actually. I've so been if Sting didn't reports, retire, what would he done? They had those rumors go floating around that Sting and John Cena were going to phase, but that was before oh. the the injury. So yeah. well, my logic is interesting. Yeah, I think it would have been great, but you know, it's just unfortunate. Most people that end their career in this business don't get to go on, you know, on top. I mean, there's a handful that do. Look at HBK and stuff like that, but. So it mostly it's you get injured or something happens in your career and you're just forced to, you know, retire. Look at Edge. She had some shitty match with Del Rio on WrestleMania and that was his last match and he was forced to retire. So a lot of the time it's just, you know, your last match isn't intended to be your last match. It just just happens, really. Or even your last thing you've seen day. on TV, like yeah. what happened with Brian. And his last exactly. thing he was seen on TV was being tombstoned on the steps. And since right. then, he was out until they announced his retirement. It's like, yeah, you want to see him go out on their own, on their own terms, not because of an injury. 
Yeah. But it was a speech I heard earlier today, by the way. Oh, never mind. Keep going. You can help. Um, no, it's fine. I'm just saying, you know, injury retirements do happen no matter how you look at it. Wrestling, sports, it does happen. It's yeah. sad because you want to see everybody in any kind of sports or sports entertainment. You want them to go out on their own terms, not because the doctor walks in and says, yeah, you can't do this anymore. You have to quit. Yeah. That's got to be a humbling thing right there. Yeah. I'd rather see. I'd rather see him retire and keep, you know, his health and his, you know, saying I don't think he's he's not hurting for money. I mean, you know, I can understand somebody. Somebody's been doing this pretty much their entire lives. I mean, it's just like what, it, it must be difficult to walk away from you know, the the crowds and you know just the adulation of everybody wanting to know you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Randy the Ram Robinson uh, from The Wrestler. Uh, that's the best example I can use. Well, I don't think he's going to be away forever. He just said he's, you know, retiring from the ring. Yeah, I know. And he yeah, even I said at the end that this isn't, yeah, this isn't, you know, I'm not leaving. This is just goodbye for now sort of thing. So, Yeah, you know Sting's one of those guys cool? that I could see going to developmental and working with yeah. everybody down there. You know so, what would be really cool, and I... Swear, I this this won't happen, but it would be cool. Let's say that, let's say that Shane does win on Sunday. What if he brings in, um, because he's in control? What if he appoints Sting as the GM? Might happen. He's been That's GM good. before. Remember TNA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't I honestly don't. I want to keep him around. I don't want that Shane match to happen. I mean, we found out that John Cena is actually medically cleared. So can we throw him out and put Cena in that match now, please? <laughs> I've I've got a I've got a theory that um you know they're gonna pull a um at the end of the uh, the World Heavyweight Championship match, which which isn't going on last now, by the way, which is interesting. Really? Um, yeah, because you don't want people to you don't want to have the crowd as crowd scan and empty seats. Yeah, um, I thought it'd be interesting. It'd be like a WrestleMania nine repeat, where basically you know Cena runs out after the match and just you know like he gets challenged to a match and just beats him in like twenty seconds. Yeah, Roman wins because of whatever you know, like how Yoko won against Brett. Then Cena comes <laughs> out, helps Hunter out. Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose throws salt in Triple H's eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think Dean's going to be doing anything after his match. He's nope. going to be lucky to walk away from that match. You know, a fucking chase. <laughs> I don't think either one of them are going to walk away from that match. Yeah, we'll talk about that we'll tomorrow. We'll talk about that tomorrow. All right, um, Jake, um, I don't think there's any much more we can talk about the Hall of Fame. I mean, we've gone through everybody. I mean, overall, if you had to give a grade for this year's Hall of Fame, if you're talking about the inductees, the speeches, you know, the crowd, with the crowd was great, by the way. There was not a lot. There's no catcalling this year. There was no fuckheads. Um, any- there's some, some stuff. I mean, it's not horrible. There's a lot yeah. of times in Sting's speech where people are like, one more match, one more match. And I was like, oh, oh that's, yeah, I knew that was going to happen, though. He knew yeah. that it's not like, do you remember Steve. when um, they kept showing Trish Stratus's husband on the big screen? Everybody would boo really loud. You remember that? Did they do that? 
Yeah, they showed her husband, like she thanks her husband in the crowd. And every time she mentioned her husband or they showed him, fucking the crowd would just boo really loud and shit. Why? Is his husband famous or something? Well, she, uh, she was pregnant because of him, so. Is that a reason Probably because it was most of the guys in the audience wishing that was them instead of uh, him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. I see. I, this is like the first Hall of Fame I've seen in like five years, so. Oh, I wouldn't know. Definitely, definitely doesn't need to keep being four hours. It's I, I no, can see they they should start doing the Oscar play on walk the fuck out music. Well, they did that to Mr. T that year. Remember with Kane? Oh yeah, Mr. Yeah, T. Yeah, but he did, just kept going. <laughs> Kane came out and dragged him off stage. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh shit! You know what we did? We didn't mention. What the fuck was up with New Day inducting the Freebirds, by the way? What, what the fuck was up with that? I don't even care. It was the, it. The, the funniest shit ever. Oh, it was... I, no, I, I enjoyed I, it, but I, it just it was fucking weird. I mean, who else were they going to get? There are three-man teams. Yeah. They're talking about, like, Big E's talking about, like, you know, like, oh, well-oiled machine. He's like, I got a well-oiled machine. <laughs> the crowd was just loving it. Everything they yep. said. Yep. New Day is the hottest act in the company, hands down. And they yeah, got think, over. Like I said, I think New Day is the new incarnation of the free words, honestly. Because you want. If they come out tomorrow dressed as the free birds. Oh, God, God that'd be awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> have Jimmy Jam. Uh, free birds and then so, have Jimmy Jam and have uh, Jimmy and. Have you've Michael got a, come out with them. Oh, God. You've got you know Jimmy Jam Kofi. you got Jimmy Jam Kofi. Uh, you got, um, you got uh, Bam Bam Hayes. Biggie. You got Bam Bam no. Biggie. Now Biggie Hayes. Biggie Hayes? Yeah. Biggie comes out as Michael Hayes. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. They're fucking singing. Fucking, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a new day and you can too. <laughs> Have Xavier yeah. come out as Gordy. Oh my god. If that happened, I would I could literally die a happy man. <laughs> WWE creative, do that. I know they're not listening, but damn it, do it. I hope like they they listen. I know they don't, but I hope they listen to this. I'm just like, oh my god, we gotta do that. <laughs> you you know what, Kevin? Tweet that with every single WWE hashtag and you could think of and see if maybe they see it. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I'll have to do that. I'm gonna do that right before the show's over. It's already late. It's already almost going on one o'clock in the morning here. Jesus, Holy Jake, um, just... I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up because um, I know that you've got to get up early in the morning to do the walkabout. Why don't you go ahead and do a plug for that? Me, um, for well, for me, it's tonight because it's actually like three o'clock in the afternoon here, but. Uh yeah, walkabout. We actually have a special guest, Mr. Paul Jordan. That's going to be uh, joining us 7 a.m. Eastern this morning. We're going to kick off Mania Day, and we're just going to talk about predictions. Uh, me and Alario uh, booked a WrestleMania card six months ago. Uh, not six months ago. It was around Rumble. So we're going to review that, see what we got wrong, what we got right, and uh, yeah, Hashtag just talk about Mania WrestleMania in general. Exactly. Hashtag yep. Mania Paul. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And we've uh, also got Dan and who else is doing the Twitch stream? Is it Dan Classic? Yep, the, they made their own. They got everybody for who's going to be at Mania tonight, tomorrow, and tonight, whatever you want to call it. And they're going to do their own Twitch stream. And I'm actually going to check that out. I don't know what I don't know what the channel is yet, but we've got to post the channel. It's uh, actually at the bottom of the live page. If you scroll down, there's a little Twitch window there. So, oh, okay. Listening. He's been uh, we've been we've been playing around with a lot of stuff. Um, we have the um, the whole Periscope thing. He's been sending videos from um, Ring of Honor, and uh, I think he he met fucking Warlord and the Powers of Pain. He said he yeah. posted some pictures of that. Man. Yeah. Again, that's Basically, cool. they're gonna. It's gonna be a live stream throughout the day, so they'll yeah. be there. You'll be able to, you know, experience what they're experiencing, and so you can yeah, you can be in the chat. Them. You can be in the chat and still watch the live stream video. So, Bye. right, exactly. Yeah. They've got to post some videos from Mania. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These. But you know they will. I'll I'll be posting all those, but they're all um. They're all on our Periscope. They all, they all get posted straight to Twitter, so I can take it from there and post them in the group. There you go. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I mean, like I said, you know, would this is the biggest wrestling weekend of the year? This is gonna be the. Would you say this is gonna be the biggest WrestleMania of all time, at least crowd wise? Crowd wise, oh, yeah, definitely. and That's... they've it's actually been reported. Vince has gone to the cable companies that are carrying the pay-per-view and has slotted 7 p.m. to midnight. He's got past 11 o'clock slotted because it, from what I'm hearing, he's not cutting any matches. He's not, you know, he's giving them, you know, he's not telling them how much time they have, you know, for the most part, but he's not going to cut any matches. I wish he'd cut the Divas match in the pre-show, but, you know, that's another thing. Give the, give the matches time to breathe, and which is what made NXT yeah. TakeOver so great. Every match had time to tell a story. Yeah. Because it, well. it came out, what, I think it was last week that I saw the story that Vince went to Dish Network, Comcast, AT&T, you know, whoever, whatever provider is carrying the pay-per-view and put the money to get that extra hour because he doesn't want to have a Halloween Havoc happen. Good point, good point. Um, Jake, just a quick um, note. Do you guys plan on doing uh, – I know you guys are doing a walkabout on Sunday. Um, do you guys plan on doing one on Monday or no? Uh, not that I know of purely because uh, our schedule, like we wouldn't be able to go on period because the schedule uh, – yeah. The, sk- the WrestleMania schedule we have is already booked Monday. Okay. Full up. Well, that's so. fine. No problem. I, I did I did tell him that if he wanted to go live that day, I did take Monday and Tuesday off from work, so I can I can do right. whatever. But we're gonna be we're gonna be going late, you know, Monday, you know, Sunday night into Monday morning anyway. So I guess there really is no point. So. Yeah. Uh. It is. It there would be nothing for us to talk about. To be honest, uh, neither. Well, I won't be watching WrestleMania, so there, there would be no point in talking about any of this stuff. But, you know. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Definitely so far, this has been a lot of fun. Um, we've got a lot. 
we've got a lot of new people coming in, you know, not only to the group, but we've got a lot of new um, fans on the Facebook page. So those numbers are growing pretty good. Um, and like I said, hopefully this gets pe- people that are listening for the first time to kind of see what we bring to the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Plus, do you want to plug tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to plug the rest of the WrestleMania stuff? Um. Yeah. Let me bring up the uh, thingy here. Because you know, like like you said, Jake, you've got the walkabout at what time? Right. Seven a.m. in the morning. Seven a.m. Yeah. yeah. And, and that then... sounded like Rebecca Black, but yeah, that wasn't. <laughs> oh my God! Friday, Friday, Friday. And then I think it's one o'clock. We've got the roundtable. It's yeah. Quite a few people, actually. It's me, Greg. Uh, I think you're on Greg, there, Kevin. Yeah. Jason yeah. Heath. Uh, yeah, Heath's Mark on there, there. And I think someone else. Kyle. Kyle's going to be there as well, yeah. Yeah, that's who oh, I was yes. trying to think of. It was Kyle. Kyle. And we've Ooh. got Dan and Classic streaming 2K16 for the better part of the day. Up until, they, right, until Dan has I have to... got the schedule right here. Um, 7 a.m. That would be Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Jake and Elario are going to go live with the walkabout with uh, special guest Paul Jordan, a.k.a. Mr. 25-8, also known as the Matrix, Paul Jordan, um, or the Terminator, the new version of the Terminator. Um, you know, Archie said, Michael and Classic... Michael and Michael and Classic. Michael and Dan will be streaming all day long from WWE 2K16. Uh, so check that out on the live page. Um, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that's when uh, that's when Greg, Jason, myself, um, Richard, and Mark are going to be uh, running down all the news and festivities from that day. Stuff from. Uh, Stuff from what's going on. You um, forgot five... Kyle. You can't forget Kyle. I said Kyle, didn't I? No, you skipped him. No, Kyle's yeah, not on that one. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Is he? Supposed to be. Yeah. It's maybe it says um, Greg. I've got Jeez. it right in front of me. It says Kyle. Yep, Kyle's on there as well. The one p.m. one. Maybe this is an old one. Do you want? Yeah, I have it in at... front of me. If you want to. If I do you yeah, want me okay, to go well, quickly let's go down with that. Please. I don't see Kyle's name on there. Right. Yeah, it says Richard, Mark, Richard, Mark, Kevin, Jason, Greg. Well, whatever. Either way, with Kyle, um, five p.m. Five p.m. Uh, it's gonna be the pre-show, and the pre-show is gonna be uh, Greg, Sean, me, uh, Greg, Sean, and me uh, to run down the whole show and our predictions. Um, Again, Kyle will like, be there. <laughs> See, he's not on that one either. Yeah, you're probably looking at before Kyle was available. The staff page. This is the one from the oh, staff Kyle. page. Yeah, I'm on the uh, event page itself. Yeah. So. Okay. This this yeah this one was posted. Hold on, it doesn't matter, but this one was posted March 28th, and this is his final draft. But oh well. Yeah, you look at the one they posted. So. So anyway, just sort of add Kyle. Everything at the end is going to say with Kyle. Um, Except for our oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're at the WPW show right now. I think they're wrapping it up now. So. Oh, they're probably heading home. Yeah. 
Um, let's see here. 7 p.m., Greg, uh, Greg and Sean providing uh, live commentary. I'm assuming Kyle might be on that one as well. <laughs> Doesn't say, but you never know. He might. Uh, 11.30, po- um, post-show or whenever we decide to go live. Uh, that's going to be the WrestleMania 32 post-show, all the results, reactions. Um, I'm sure many of us flipping out over something we didn't like <laughs> happens or something stupid like that. So I'm sure you'll yeah, see maybe. some epic epic meltdowns from one or more of the personalities on the show. It won't top the one Kyle had that one year when Brock Lesnar ended the streak and he was like <laughs> throwing shit. <laughs> I want to bring that up, by the way. If we can bring that clip back up and play that during the show, that would be awesome. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have Greg look that up. And Fucking Kyle ripped out the rest of his teeth. I remember which show it was. And... Yeah, and that's our, that's our Sunday. That's our entire Sunday. We also have um, Monday shows going on as well, so uh, that's going to be fun. You're going to have a live edition of the Shooting from the Hip, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. From all their live feedback from WrestleMania 32, and I think they're going to NXT. Uh, they're going to the Raw after WrestleMania, right? I think so. I want to say we'll they find are. out. Yeah, I'm sure Dan. Dan, I'll talk about it 6 tomorrow. On Monday, we got the Raw uh, Raw after Mania uh, pre-show with Greg, uh, myself, and I'm assuming Kyle as well. Just fuck it. Why not? Um, uh, put him in everything. Be there. Okay. Um, uh, uh, the Ice King from Adventure Time will be there as well. Um, King Candy from uh, Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph will be there too. You done? Yeah, I'm done. And I Good. think we won't be doing a. Um, I don't think we'll be doing a a post raw reaction show, but who knows? It, I think we're all pretty much burnt out by then, so anyway, so. Uh, be nothing left. You never know. There is a post show down. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're right. See, yeah, this is the old one. So, pretty, pretty much everything I say just <laughs> out the window. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you uh, during a raw. Full... During raw, we'll have uh, Greg and uh, guest host. It doesn't say who, but uh, they'll be going through a <laughs> uh, raw. And then after all, there will be uh, a post-show where Greg and another pop, PW Pop personality will go down, see what happens at, in the glorious uh, Raw After Mania, because let's be honest, some shit's going to happen. Some shit's going to go down. It's going to go and, down, uh, you motherfucker. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. That's, a, that's straight, Kevin. It doesn't come out at all. It's like I the wish for- I, I I don't know whether Greg's there because he's the one that has to turn this off. But. Greg has become one with the with the force. So, you know, he's there. He surrounds us. He's everywhere. <laughs> oh, by the way, Jake, um says we're still stalking. Did you get to see the uh Rebel season two finale? I haven't watched the first season yet. I thought you've been watching Rebels. I've seen like the first half of the first season, but I haven't seen the whole thing. The season two finale hit, and holy shit, man. 
I, I don't want to ruin anything for you, but man, there's a part with Vader on there that's really, really good. So I'm gonna have Love to the get art the first one DVD. All right, anything else? Any other thoughts you guys have to say about tonight? Today in general? Uh, it was the tonight's Hall of Fame was better than I thought it was going to be. Definitely. I mean, I'd give tonight's show uh, a B. Expectations, I was going to say C minus, but it definitely it, it exceeded expectations. And to the our Australian friend Jake Mullan, what grade would you give it? I'm not Mullan from Disney. It's Mullan for the last time. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not an Asian woman. Um, I give the show overall a B minus. I liked it, but there was some stuff that I thought ran a bit too long. Um, yeah, I didn't understand the whole free birds karaoke thing. Um, it's so funny saying that out loud. It's it was kind of ridiculous, but then again, you know, whatever. And there was a few others that run along, Ric Flair and everything. But yeah, as a whole, I, the show was good, and I enjoyed some of the speeches, and uh, yeah, some of very inspirational speeches. Good stuff, yo. But they definitely have to work on uh, the four hour limit. Yeah. But, you know, when they they're being on their own network, they could go five, yeah. six, seven, eight hours if they wanted to. Exactly. God, I hope they don't. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Raw it's being just, three hours is bad enough. Yeah, it's draining watching all this stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know whether you guys felt like it was four hours. I did, because some of the stuff was just drained on and on and on. But, Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago that actually they actually had pre-recorded ones or something like that. They had like Rikishi's one that was pre-recorded or something like that. So maybe they should try doing that uh, next year. For some of the guys. Just just to clear up a a rumor flying around, guys, I know if anybody watched the red carpet pre-show and stuff, um, Kalista was there with the woman in a mask that was not Sexy Star from Lucha Underground. I thought it was. It wasn't. It, it was like very it, similar. But... It was his. It was actually his wife, Abigail. It was been confirmed that is that she is a wrestler not... too. I think that they want to keep her identity a secret because if people know she's with um, who she's with, then they're going to know who he's who really and who he's really married to. So I think they're oh, okay. kind yeah. of keeping the whole That's a big thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it was a very similar mask, but. I think that might have just been a huge coincidence. I thought it was Sexy Star when I first saw it because people were tweeting at her asking if that was her, and she was saying, no, that's not her. Yeah. Yeah. I've got screen caps of it, so. All right. um, I think we're all just kind of wasting time until Greg kind of. Yeah, sort of. Kind of waiting for Greg to end it because he went off yeah. and did his business and can we can yeah. you, you play songs from your end or no only greg can do that yeah i think only greg i can, can do it i can do it it comes off through my thing but you do some like i play like the wrestlemania 9 theme song i love that theme song oh god i'm wondering no if actually come back in a second. what we should do before we end it 
your bit one big prediction for tomorrow. As you look at from what Watch happened to NXT. Do you not want us to spoil anything from NXT TakeOver? I couldn't care less, to be honest. I'll be watching. I know what most of the results anyway, so. Okay, I just didn't want to step on your toes there. I didn't want us to ruin anything. Um, I want to say that if they really want to have somebody come in and get involved and fuck with somebody, I want to say... Hmm. I want to say Samoa Joe might show up on Monday because he lost. Uh, because I don't they're, – they're, they're advertising Finn Balor for the European UK uh, NXT tour. So I don't think he's going anywhere until he loses that belt. Yeah. Mm. But uh, a big prediction, um, outside of a heel turn, you know, from a big name, I, I can't really – predict anything i mean i know we said it's a very predictable show but i i think they might throw some surprises your way what do you think richard um my I, my big thing is going to be the shane taker match that's where it's either going to be a cena comes in and does something or we're going to see the debut of the bullet club it's going to be one of those two that's going to be the shocker of the night. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you. There was somebody that had a really good quote for if Cena does, like, fucking turn heel. I know it won't happen, but he'll change his slogan to, um, um, you can never give up until you sell out. <laughs> yeah, but I don't see his helping Shane as a heel turn. Well, I think it's, I don't know. If, if you know, if he really wants to become the ultimate heel, what better way than by retiring the Undertaker or causing him to be retired? Yeah, very true. He would be. I didn't really so see that as Brock as Lesnar. heel either. But mm. I don't know. I yeah, I honestly think no surprises are going to happen. It's just going to be a straight show, to be honest. I don't know. After the last two WrestleManias, the way they've ended. I just don't think they can just go off the air with someone holding the title in the air like it's just like, eh. Well, they did that with well, Dan O'Brien. Well, yeah, yeah but there was, there was a lot involved in that that went into that. So That was the culmination of everything. Yeah. I don't but even think Reigns now, is winning anything. I think that if they're going to have a surprise, it's going to be Reigns turning heel. That's it. Well, don't, there's, there's a lot of factors we don't know about. I mean, we'll get into it... Um, tomorrow but if you really think about it i mean they really haven't said what austin rock hbk and all of them are going to be what doing do you know what they're going to be doing they're just going to be having a promo or something it's not like they're going to be involved in it anyway hbk comes out with fucking, he's going to come out in his cowboy gear with his fucking crossed eyes and shit i don't even think hbk is going to come out to be honest well it's in texas i think he tries to stay clear of the stuff because he's technically supposed to be retired no, you, if you notice, the only time he's ever been there is when Triple H or something called him to be there. So, what if like a trip, he's in Triple H's corner, and like The Rock is in Roman's corner, possibly? Just really throwing out ideas. 
because yeah. they've got to do something. It's not going to add anything to the match. It's still going to yeah. be fucking boring. So, but I think that there's going to be they're going to have to throw a lot of bells and whistles and fucking misdirection and run-ins to really make that main event memorable. It's not just going to be a straight main. It's event. not a well. It's not the main event, so it doesn't oh, you're really right. matter. It's not the main event. But I did hear a rumor that there is a big stunt plan for the um the main event. And I'm very curious what that could possibly be. I know Shane what it jumping is. Jumping off the top of the cell. Yeah, on exactly. The table. You know that shit's happening. Jump off the fucking top of the Titan Tron shit. <laughs> or he just does a foley again and throws them off. Mm. Kills them. I don't, yeah, know. I don't Shane's know. Shane's fucking crazy He's motherfucker. He's got some guts. He'll jump off the top of that cell. Yeah. The main. I know I you don't watch up. Raw, Jake, but on the end of Raw. Uh, on Raw, basically, um, Shane jumped off the turnbuckle with uh, and pretty much put uh, Taker through the announce table. I saw so that. Yeah. If if they're gonna but do you missed that, him I mean, completely. If they do that, if they did that on Monday, that means that they're gonna have to do something bigger on Sunday. Yeah. Well, of course, it's a hell of a sell. It's not in that match for no for no reason. He's gonna do some crazy shit. Uh, Shane's been known to do crazy stuff his whole career. Yeah. My recommendation I mean, he... is he does a um he does a swan dive off the top of um Triple H's massive ego head. <laughs> I mean Shane jumped off the top of the Titan trying on the big show. I mean, come on. Yeah, but you're right on Monday. He fucking completely missed Undertaker, though. So. <laughs> Pretty oh, yeah. much. His elbow but hit him, I but get that's where about he was it. trying to like jump so far. I didn't understand why he just didn't use the other turnbuckle, but whatever. Yeah, you got to give him. You got to give Shane credit for fucking doing all those bumps he doesn't have to take, and he does them anyway. Yeah, I've of course, but he's at an age wrestler ever. He's at an age where like I don't want him to kill himself either. He, Me too. You know, yeah, he's older than me. He's and not, I, it, yeah, he's not I'm young anymore. I'm hearing he's forty. He's forty-seven. Yeah. He's, he's almost as old as The Undertaker, which is fucking weird to think about. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, honestly, the whole match uh, thing where they rearranged the main event to go back uh, before the Hell in a Cell, I think something will happen there, whether it be Triple H or Rowan Reigns will interfere in that match. Because if you think about it, they both have a stake. In it, hmm. yeah. They Jeez, both have was... something to do. Like that's for the fucking. That's for the company. And so, everyone yeah, basically in the company has a stake in it. So they yeah. could do anyone, and it makes. And sense. they've even announced that the Hunter and Steph are booked for shows beyond Monday. So, right. So something's gonna happen. There's this yeah. there's this weird looming thing going on in the company where we don't exactly know, but things are sort of starting to leak out that something is going to change. But especially with um, especially with uh, the toys that've been coming out, the um, the the brand exclusive toys. Have you guys seen those pictures? No. Basically, I've heard about it. My friends Matt Matt Goldberg, who's in our group, sent me pictures. There is um. There's toys that say Raw, and there's toys that say SmackDown. Like, um, Kalisto is SmackDown, Ryback is SmackDown, 
John Cena's Raw. I think. Um, uh, Dean SmackDown. I think. I think. I think Dean was SmackDown. Roman was Roman was Raw. Things like that, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, brands don't mean anything anymore. So. I know, but it's just weird to Not see like the package. Not used to do. Yeah. Especially yeah, since it's just that... starting to pop up now. I mean, yeah. my, the, uh, Matt's the one that collects every single one of these figures when they come out. And it's weird. When he sees a variant, something different, it usually – because they don't just do things like that. It doesn't. It takes months to do the packaging and design everything for those figures. So. Yeah, so exactly. if they're thinking of something like that, they've obviously had the idea for quite a while now. Right. And – from what I've heard, the other big rumor... This company can't plan two weeks ahead, let alone months ahead, so... Yeah, and the other big rumor I'm hearing is come Monday, we're going to have a new women's championship. That, I believe, has been confirmed. I'm but it's glad. just a rumor, I believe. I hope they do it. Because I heard it's supposed to look like the men's title, only smaller. Yeah. Which, I hope they do do that. I, I'm so sick of hearing Divas Division, Divas Division. No! Because well, you got the women's yeah. division in NXT so far and above the main roster. They don't call them yeah, Divas down here. They call them women. I don't get it because they are in a position where they have the talent on the rost- on the main roster to change that. So hopefully that is not just a rumor; it's, it's confirmed, and and that happens. Um, Jake, I can't share this clip with you, but um, Batman: The Killing Joke, the uh, the preview just came out, the animated version. Yeah. And fortunately, it won't let me post things on your wall. So weird. Yeah, I know because I blocked you from doing that. Why did you block? Because you can message me with that shit. I want that shit up on my page. If he oh. wants to put it up, he'll put it up himself. Yeah. Um, but I think we're done here. Um, it's fair to say that Greg might not be coming back. So uh, I'm just going to be... I'll play some music and uh, for the people that are listening on TuneIn and stuff... Uh, Music will be played, so don't think there'll be dead air. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna get some WrestleMania theme stuff up here because I pretty much have every uh WWE album ever released. So, yeah, who posted that poll? You know, top Mania theme songs and what the that list was, was. That was you. I think the 23 was the most. Popular one. Oh, 23. Which one was uh, that? I've got a picture. Um, it looks like Finn pooped his pants when Funny's fighting Samoa Joe. <laughs> Probably because he made him bleed so much. I'm assuming that's Probably what it was. I'm assuming it he just rubbed off on his trunks, but there's a big, huge fucking shit stain on his uh, trunk. Poor guy. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so we'll end this. Uh, stuff will probably be edited out, to be honest. But um, 
yeah, for anyone that's listening in on TuneIn and on the feed, you'll be hearing some WrestleMania-themed music. But uh, as for us, as for them, they'll be going to bed because it's too late to be dragging on and such. So um, I think we'll just say goodbye for now and tune in for the rest of the WrestleMania coverage that starts tomorrow and Monday for Raw and... Uh, Hold on, let me get this up because I'm not comp- I'm not comp- uh, not prepared. Comp- prepared. I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, hold on. All right. What song do we want to start off with? I say. Huh. Well, I, 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 I can't remember. I can't remember. Twenty-two, big time, big time. Oh, big time, right? Big, 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 yeah, it's listed as Peter Gabriel's big time. I found it. All right. Uh, so uh, until next time, we'll see y'all later, folks.
who will survive? <laughs> California, City of Angels, Store be trusted. Uh, right. I've been preaching this all my life, right, bro? Out the windows. Watch out. There we go. 
be prepared Coming with the kick and the snare And a downright dirty, ruthless movement Watch it have to ruin all the music No stopping till we knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door Battle on the floor Apocalypse now Who's fucking shit now? Give me the countdown Three, two, one
All right. So Greg isn't back yet. I'm going to try something here. I'm going to connect myself and see if uh, it works that way. Hold on. No, it doesn't look like it's working. Huh, okay. Well, it looks like um, we're going to keep playing. Keep playing WrestleMania themes. Hopefully, Grave comes back. Otherwise, I think we're going to have to work something out here. Because uh, I can't even override him on the stream, so... Uh, we're up to WrestleMania 21 here, so enjoy the music. <laughs> 